We're back. I was told that um, my intros are boring. So I will now say that I'm not boring. Uh, but how are you guys? Good, man. Good. Happy to be here. Happy to talk some shop. I'm still trying to figure out what you were saying exactly when you said people told me my intros are boring, but now what? What's going to happen? You're going to make them less boring? Just uh, pretend it didn't happen. How about that? We're, we're, we're back. Yeah. yeah. Last, <laughs> week, boring, so, last yeah. week, people um, <laughs> people loved last week's show. A lot of people came in and viewed it. Uh, it was our most viewed show during and after in a long time. And then uh, people have been interested in the, um, you know, in the shows on that Conan and I have been doing and then some of the other shows. And then if you're watching it on Twitter, don't. Uh, go go and watch on the YouTube. I promise it's better. You can't comment on Twitter because StreamYard and Twitter don't get along. Uh, so hopefully they start to get along at some point very soon. Uh, we have um, a topic today, which I'll get to if I feel like it. Um, I do want to remind everyone here, make sure if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. If you haven't liked the video, please like it. Um, if you haven't made, left a comment, please comment. Hit the notifications bell. Uh, you can send in a super chat uh, with the monetization uh, features. My Patreon, I added what everyone thought was necessary. I added a $50 a month tier. And no, that, to, that tier doesn't come with nude pictures of me or Josh. Um <laughs> All right. You guys can hope for it all you want. You can hope for it all you want. No, that's not not included. That'll be in the $1,000 tier. That'll be in the $1,000 tier whenever that comes Let me know when people start paying for that. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll I'll, I'll split the uh, money with you, Um, 95-5. I think that's fair. But uh, the $50 tier, yes, it's very exciting. I, um, You will get, uh, you know, look, is anything I give you probably worth $50 a month? No. But it's really just, I heard some feedback. We would like a more expensive tier. I gave it to you. What you'll get in that tier is uh, a written roster breakdown every month. Uh, whatever that means. I haven't, no one signed up for it yet because I just put it up today. But uh, yeah, you'll get that. And then I also, uh, you'll get a Discord tag that says that you're great. And then uh, you'll also get my undying gratitude. And then I also, um, I think I said something about uh, being on the YouTube channel. Yeah. You get to star in a video on my YouTube channel. And if you're in that chair for a long time, more than one. Uh, I'm really interested to see uh, one of those videos. That's well, someone has to sign up at the $50 <laughs> a month tier, you know. And if there's like, that, is it just going to be tier, like a bunch of different pictures of them? Like, if that tier is popular, I'll make a $100 tier. Did you turn the lights on in your room too? Like, what, what yeah. happened there? That was weird. It was like dark to light. Like, I the I, I hit the on button on my LEDs and they just didn't turn on until I got on camera. So here we are. But there was also like a banner that was added. Did someone else do that? I did that. Okay, so it happened like all at the same time. I was oh. like, oh my god, it's a powerful so, switch. Additionally, if you, uh, I'll stop plugging things if you start asking questions in the chat. Otherwise, I'm going to keep plugging <clears throat> things. Uh. Conan and I recorded some more videos. Oh, let there be light. Yes. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, Caleb. Um, well, you know, he is very good at YouTube. And I would say that maybe there could be a possibility of something going on there. I don't know. It could be. It could happen. It might not happen. It could happen. We'll have to see. You know, always potential new superstars could be joining the mix of things. You have to you have to wait and see. Uh, speaking of superstars. Yes. Uh, Toronto Dave. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Toronto Dave, uh, a superstar from the old days um, and new days. Uh, I miss our group chat. He's the man. Well, we used to be in a group chat together, and that yeah. group chat kind of fell apart. Gotcha. Um, but I miss the old days. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. keep uh, keep tuning into the channel. There's going to be uh, a trivia show that Conan and I did. I'll, I'll give you a little plug for it. It makes me look dumb. So if you like seeing me look dumb, tune into the show on Thursday. What kind of trivia are we talking? Well, we have to wait and watch it. <laughs> To wait and see. A little teaser. We, to see. we can't give away everything. Come on. I'm assuming there's a little bit of football trivia involved. Oh, it's it's football. It's football. Trivia. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Football right, trivia. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. That's, yes. That's fantasy one. football. Um, and then I, I did some solo shows, and also I've become a graphic artist. Yeah. I've done a great job. I self-proclaimed, by the way, self-proclaimed. I've done a great job. I think I've done a great job. I've, I've done all the thumbnails for this channel. And I think I've really done a great job. And uh, if you have any complaints about the thumbnails for this channel, please leave them at Josh Fuster. Yes, yep. leave yep. complaints at Josh Fuster. And if you That's can't reach for. him, um, I don't know. Won't. How about we can also send those complaints who should we send complaints Conan. to? Conan. Ooh, ooh, me. No, uh, someone no. that's not here. At one best, stat yeah. one day. You can send your complaints <laughs> to at one stat one day. Uh, he he had nothing to do with any of those but uh, thumbnails, but you can send him your complaints. Um, I haven't had any complaints recently, though. So let's see. What's next? Uh, who cares? Let's move on. Oh, uh, Death by Dynasty Fantasy Podcast. So if you saw, I released some, a lot of promos, but... Well, he came in, so I'll give him a promo since he's here. You saw that there were some shorts dropped on the channel. Uh, I did not make those. I'm obviously the star of those because I'm the star of everything. But it's it's like uh, what – you ever heard um, the old FIFA president? No? He was like, oh, I'm not the president of people who voted for me. I'm not even the president of all soccer. I'm the president of everyone. And then now he's serving prison time on corruption charges. But nobody cares about that. Uh, what does that have to do with Christian Watson? I'm not sure. But I, I, I think actually, you're talking more about the uh, Death by Dynasty fantasy podcast. Who cares? Yeah, when you, were, when you went into that tangent. You were hyping them up. About. And then the, I have shorts, great news. the shorts on your channel. I have great news. The shorts were great. Mm -hmm. They were actually pretty well viewed. They were great. I wish I had not dropped one of them at 2 in the morning. And I meant to drop it at 2 p.m., but it dropped at 2 a.m. I made a little mistake. Uh, oh, well. Christian Watson, I have great news. I just did redraft rankings. Yes, I did them today. Wow. They'll be published. You've been thinking the about this. At my earliest convenience, which will be in about 25 days. Um, 
But I have Christian Watson uh, at wide receiver 20. Whoa. That's high. And that's what happened. No, no, no. And, uh, you know, when you look at the landscape of wide receivers, right around 20, Tyler, it kind of hits a tier where it's like, uh, do you want to shoot for the upside? Do you want to go for a little bit more safety? But even the guys that seem safe, there's there's a lot of question marks once you hit about 20. So I, I understand that completely. Yeah. It's funny. I have Christian Watson higher in redraft than I do in Dynasty, which tells me that I think that the Packers will be trying to add another wide receiver in the future, even if not this year. This is the best volume he's going to get. Where are you at long-term at quarterback? Well, um, you know, he has Jordan Love. You think that's the long-term answer, though? Uh no, because Jordan Love sucks. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. All right. I mean, I thought he sucked coming out. No, why I would I like think Jordan he's good Love. now? I think everyone TBD, knows. yeah. Well, Caleb and I have, uh, we're going to have many discussions. Many discussions, and then hopefully there'll be big things. Big things coming. But if not, go check out his YouTube channel. It's a lot more polished than this one. <laughs> I promise. It's much <laughs> more you- polished. Did you say where you have DK? DK? Uh, uh, in redraft? You want redraft? At uh, 16. 16. Yeah, higher. We'll get to Dynasty. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, Toronto Dave has a heart for me. I have a heart for me, too. We all love Toronto Dave. Yeah. It's hard it's not. True. I mean, unanimous. You can't, can't dislike you. It's more unanimous than any dynasty opinion. You know, I've that. learned that. No I, I've met what Dave I... in person uh, last year. That's in awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I go to the FF Expo? I, I haven't Dave? decided myself if I'm going this year. Same. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm busy that day. Whatever day it is, I'm busy. <laughs> it's, it's, what's it like, early August or something? No, I'm busy that day. I don't know okay. what day it is. Mm-hmm, definitely. Busy. It's multiple days, though. So, yeah. you know, you can. I will be going. I'm busy all of those days. I will be going to the uh, New York City. I will be making an appearance. I promised if there was a red carpet, if someone would would buy a red carpet, I would make an appearance at the uh, SFB New York City draft. Not to draft, just because uh, I can't. So someone obliged you with the red carpet? We're working on it. We're still in okay, negotiations. Okay, okay, fair, fair. We'll have fair, to see. Yeah. Is Kyler Murray too. the great... Is Kyler Murray the greatest? Oh, you will? Yeah, I'm coming to New York, too. I mean, I'm like... Well, if you're going to go, then I'll waive my demand for a red carpet. And You uh, are the red carpet. That's true. I I agree (laughs) with that. And look, I even have a special shirt today. It's perfect for what I think about uh, the players that Ryan put on the show sheet. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I I have a perfect shirt for today's show. Does that have something to do with Kyler Murray? He even has his own trash can. Look, his (laughs) own trash can. Love and it. that's that's what I think. Kyler Murray, greatest Superflex buy of all time. No. No, I don't think so. I, I think he's fairly priced, actually. If anything, I'd lean on the sell side because I think he's going to be cheaper after he doesn't play week one. Yeah, because there's still the an ambiguity. One. Well, he's not going to play week one. I don't think there's much ambiguity about that. I, I don't just, think. I just took him one. in a startup, actually, like Where? two days ago. 209. Eh. That's yeah, fine. It's that's, fine. It felt fine. Not the greatest buy of all time, though. No, no. I think I got him in third round, like a little bit ago. So that that felt like the greatest buy of all time. Yeah, he's not the greatest buy of all time. Right now, in Superflex, there are 
quite a few quarterbacks that I think are more of a deal. Um, I don't really, I wasn't really focused on quarterbacks when talking about today's uh, show sheet, but Mac Jones is definitely on that list. I'll tell you this. I, I, I missed for no reason in, in a bubble over, you know, a lot of guys he's currently ranked below by a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'd rather have Kyler Murray than Anthony Richardson. And I know a lot of people, really? like, Oh my God, I would, I would. Uh, uh, I mean, if you're competing though, you know, obviously Kyler Murray's going to miss half the season. So that sucks. Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. I want Kyler Murray over those guys. I mean, I'm looking at uh, fantasy pros. He's he's listed as 10 in dynasty rankings for quarterbacks. I think it's I tough to 12. say like greatest buy of all time, you know? I think yeah, I'd probably have him 10. more around 10, nine, probably. I'm at 12 myself. Exactly 12. I just pulled it up. Yeah. And where can people find your rankings? <clears throat> I got to get them up somewhere. Uh, yeah, no, why haven't you done that? I'm lazy. Oh, well, <laughs> no, that's I got to do it. That's lazy. a bad excuse. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think there's would be a lot of demand for your rankings. So I, I just don't know where to put them, to be honest with you. I, gotta, I don't have a site. I could post them on Twitter and just rank them. But that's probably the move. You want a pro tip? Love one. Put them on a Google sheet and sell the link for a dollar. And then, you know, even if you don't feel like actually going through the Patreon stuff, it'll get people interested. Drum up some interest in what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And I've had mine done since like January, so it's stupid I haven't. <laughs> that is very strange. I would. I bet, you, I bet you there's been like three things, though, in those rankings in January that you're like, I'm glad I didn't have them out yet. And I'm glad I moved <laughs> around. <that, you know? laughs> well, the good news about doing a Google Sheet is it auto, you just uh, update it and then the update pushes out. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. The days of selling a magazine are well behind us. Uh, I, I used did to buy love the magazines, though. <laughs> that was a while yeah. ago. Did buy Kyler this offseason. Well, we'll see. Uh, I will say there, there are definitely what did you buy him for? Why do you, out, yeah, you what, what did you so, buy him for? That'll, that'll be interesting. What did you buy him for? I'm sure there's some awesome deals getting Kyler Murray out there. Christian Watson or DK, so torn. DK. DK, DK yeah, I'm not torn DK. at all. DK for sure for me. Too. I have DK even higher in redrafts. I, I don't. I like Christian Watson, but DK, I think, is just... Better, it. Yeah. yeah, he's proven he's not that old. Was he 25 now? 26, 25. probably yeah. going on 26. He's not old at all. Yeah, uh, thoughts on Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks <clears> is just, uh, he's actually on our show sheet, it put on there by well, he's not on the show sheet, but that's fine. He's, he's on the show sheet in my head. No. I think we um, talked about him last week a good bit. We talked about I think him, we every... all kind of agreed he's a pretty good buy right now, right? Yeah, we talked about him every week though. Man, he's been talked about constantly. His ADP makes no sense. Uh, I think he's a huge buy. Everything out of Titans camp says that he's doing great. Uh, his I checked his redraft rank when I was doing my own redraft rankings, and that made no sense. Um, yeah, so I ranked him for redraft at wide receiver 29, which is a lot higher than I think a lot of people have him, but that could even be a steal. I like that ranking a lot. 29 seems about right for me as well. How do you get non-rankings? <laughs> yeah. How do you get non-active managers to trade without overpaying them? Uh, you kick them out of the league and find active managers. <laughs> it's killing me in one of my leagues. We got like four people out of 10. It's a small 10-team well, friends. Here's league. what I do. Here's what I'll tell you what I do. Do it. I tell them that, well, first of all, I try to kick them out of the league. But secondly, if that doesn't work, 
then I tell <laughs> that them that, work. well, it might work, it might not. There's many yeah. problems. But if they, it doesn't work, then I tell them that, you know, you're not checking the league anyway. It would make me so happy if you just gave me the trade that I wanted. It would really make me happy. You know, I don't have a lot of happiness. Well, that's actually not true. I have a lot of happiness in my life. But, you know, I say that because it's it's good to get the deal done. And then sometimes it works. That's what I would recommend. I still haven't tried your I'm having a bad day thing, right? It should make my day so much better. I'm saving that for that, like, sweet trade that I'm, like, (laughs) trying to push through. It's it's in the bank. It's in the bank. Yes, in the bank. Let them pity you as much as possible, and then they're like, oh, fine. You should save that when you don't want to take care of your kids. That's right. You want a day off. I like That's when you need that excuse. Hell yeah. (laughs) How old are your kids? I got a four and a five-week. Four-year-old, five weeks. Yeah. No, I, it was more the I, – I knew you had, like, five weeks-ish, but it was more the other one. I forgot. So that's a good spacing, though. For sure. Yeah, okay. We we need to get to – where are we? Self-promotion is always a way for me to follow and listen. <laughs> I actually hear that the opposite of that a lot. Uh, people don't like that I, I self-promote uh, anything. But, you know, I see it a couple different ways. If I don't believe in it enough to self-promote it, then why should anyone listen? Like, if I'm ashamed to promote it, no one's going to listen anyway. So there is that. Um, I do wish, look, I do wish that I went viral naturally, right? I I do wish that that was the case. Because unfortunately, that's not really the case for me. That's never really been the case for me on Twitter. It's not been the case for me on YouTube. I don't kind of go viral naturally. So I do have to kind of grind for it. But, you know... I'm able to to do that. And yes, there's a lot of self-promotion. No, I'm not going to stop doing it. No, I don't care. Um, no, I don't care that I'm known as like the constant self-promoter in the industry. I really do not care. Um, I don't know if that's uh, what you're known as, but you know. I think that's what I'm known as for a lot of Twitter. All right. That's for fair. large portions of Twitter is I'm known as the like self-promoter. Um, yeah. Or just the asshole, but that's what I was thinking. I, I that's what my mind kept going to. So, yeah. well, I think that's why people think I'm an asshole is because I self promote a lot. Uh, most of those people have uh, never watched my show. Let's see, Christian Watson is just a jag. Take TK. Uh, well, I don't really see. He, he was just a, if we go back to our pre draft evals. Yeah, he was just a jag, and then he played his rookie year, and now he's not a jag. I don't know about that. I feel like he was more looked like a bust than a jag pre-draft. True. First six weeks of the season, man. (laughs) What's the difference? uh, Pre-draft, after the draft, I I liked him a lot. But I was wrong about a lot of guys, too. I liked him more with Rodgers there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, cool yeah. significantly with like Jordan Love. If Jordan Love flops and they bring in, you know, they got to solve their quarterback situation, what Zach does that Wilson. look like? Zach Wilson's available. <laughs> what? I don't think so. Zach Wilson's not available. He, uh, he has a pre contract from the XFL. Oh, also, I totally forgot. The, did we see the channel rebrand? How did I do? I need a new logo. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go into Canva and make a logo. But I changed the channel. We're calling it Dynasty Answers. 
I promise. Oh. Yes. <laughs> wow. Very oh, creative. Yes. So no, creative like, coming no, like from it. me. Yeah, well. It's, ex- it's, exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, on Twitter, if you search like Tyler FF Creator, like I come up. If you search it on YouTube, you get Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. Because yeah, YouTube yeah. is more based on music. So I had to change the channel name, I think, to help with that. Uh, I don't know if it's going to help, but it, it didn't hurt. The Garrett Wilson video that I published today after the channel rebrand is was the best of the three that I published with Conan, views-wise. I also thought it was the best content-wise, so I, I like that that kind of aligned there. But it, uh, it, it, it did fine. So the channel, it didn't hurt. And this video, you guys are you guys are here, still able to find the show even with the rebrand. So maybe it'll help. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I'd love a follow on Twitter at Tyler FF Creator. I um, have thirty seven thousand two hundred two of them. It's, it's honestly, it's it's a lot. It's too many, but I just I, got you, Death by Fan Dynasty. Oh, that's sweet. That is very high. Well, I don't think I'm very high right now, but I, no, know, that's I, that's consensus. He's going at wide receiver twenty on underdog. That's consensus at this point. Oh, really? Watson. Well, so. uh, well, underdog too. That's going to be you know. I, I think ball. people think of Christian Watson, best ball. You know, a he, big play guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Going to be a great best ball guy. So you know, for maybe it's a little high for some people for normal fantasy leagues going to twenty twenty three. I don't know. It's way too high. Yeah. He's sitting at 30 uh, for me for Dynasty. So I'm a little bit lower. Dynasty, I'm at 21. A King I What is a King Island Ice Tea? I think he meant this. Long Island? Island Ice Tea. Could be. Definitely long. Long I'm Googling, King. It. I'm Googling it, though. Yeah. Uh, you Googling a King the Island Ice Tea? is right next to the K, and the I is right next to the O. I think we know what happened here, guys. I think we're going to have to make one for next week. So Let's go. I'm a, King I'm a Island. Guy. Yes. <laughs> love is the answer. Well, I agree with that. I think love solves a lot of people's problems. Um, you know, uh, especially in the little mermaid, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Fair enough. DK. Yeah. yeah I agree with this. Greater than yep. Watson in all formats. Oh, uh, hi Gus. No, there are no mountains on this show. Um, great show. I appreciate that. That's sweet. Uh, is Watson in any of your top 10 quarterback? If not, what's his worth in the market? Well, uh, yeah, actually in dynasty, I have him at nine. He's 10 for me. 11. In redraft, I have him in six point passing touchdowns. I have him at 10. So we're on the same spot. Absolutely not in on Kyler, I guess. Yeah, well, Kyler. Kyler. Yeah, I'm like ambivalent on Kyler. So do what you want to do. Loving the show today. I, I appreciate that. Um, I'd love to see you on here sometime. Um, and you, uh, yeah, hopefully the people find out about you. I've noticed <laughs> it's very strange. There's <laughs> one last thing about uh, Mr. Caleb. It's very strange when I find someone who has more YouTube views on their videos than Twitter followers. That means Mother YouTube must be very good if they have nothing coming from external. Um, I do very well from external on YouTube. 
it's almost about 25% of my views come directly from that Twitter. is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> as, as someone who ran a YouTube channel over there, Josh knows that's, uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's, it shows you have a good Twitter. It means that I'm really good at Twitter <laughs> and yeah. immensely not so good at YouTube. Yeah. Whatever that means, uh, yeah. you know, means you're good at Twitter. There was one video that it had like 60 views. And then I went on Twitter and complained. And all of a sudden it had, I think that one has 230 views from external <laughs> out of a total 370. That's crazy. Which is insane that's actually very high that i'm able to do that if i want well i can't whoa. i can't ah, whoa. i uh i can only complain about like 50 percent of the videos what wide receivers are reasonable to target and trade for andrews and dynasty i have goddard uh fryer muth and kincaid rostered also she had Olave. I'm all about. That was about. I was about yeah. to say Olave. I looked at the startup board. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah, like that. That's what I'd be like shooting for. Like that kind of level. Um, T Higgins. That would be nice. Olave would be nice. T Higgins would be nice, right? Yeah, I mean that would be nice. Amonra, Drake London. Definitely Amonra. I yeah. I that's not gonna high. happen though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. I thought it was. A little... How about uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba? Anyone about that? Yeah, I would take that. I'd rather have Jackson Smith and Jigba. About DK. Oh, why? Well, yeah, I'd rather have DK yeah. too. People are not going to like where I rank Jackson Smith and Jigba in redraft. Was it high? Very high. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I have. I ranked. Was it higher than the other two Seahawks or one higher of them? than Tyler Lockett? Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Probably a bag of chips. Kyler. Okay. Kyler. <laughs> is Dobbins a league winner? Um, not. unfortunately, he can't really be, given that his price is high. Like he's priced at running back nineteen or twenty. For him to be a league winner, he'd have to be top five to be a league winner at that price. The Josh Jacobs from last year—that's what he'd have to do. Josh Jacobs went at around twenty, and he was top five. He was a league winner. I don't think J.K. Dobbins can do that. The rushing volume's not there. The receptions are not there. J.K. Dobbins is someone who I think is about right in ADP. You know, I thought ADP was around 20. I actually ranked him, you know, in half at 17 and in full at 18. So, about right. I think you're some League winner. Think, league winner, no. 10, but I think that's a ceiling, you know. I find hard... Given that the carries are split, the touchdown equity is low. Well, it's a new offense, right? Even if he, well, what's the new offense going to change? That they pass more? They They're not going to pass the running back. Their more. best running back in their core more? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, potentially, they're not going to pass the running back more though, because no, no matter what, <laughs> no matter who runs the offense, we know that rushing quarterbacks just don't dump off. Yeah. It doesn't matter no, who no. the offensive coordinator is. I agree. That, that's why I was um, saying top 10 is his ceiling. Like, I, I can see I a world where he's top about, 10. He yeah. plays 17 games. He no, you know what the 10. ceiling is. You've seen it before. It's the Mark Ingram uh, heavy touchdown season. That's the ceiling. He finished at 10. That's the best case scenario. Where all the touchdowns went his way. 
I think he had five receiving touchdowns that year, which is not going to happen. So if Dobbins makes up for it in the rushing game with extra touchdowns, it's around 10. With the total lack of receiving volume, there's just no other way. So there's not much of a way to get above 10. The one good thing about him is their coordinator is coming from Georgia. They did run a lot. They split it up. They did split. <laughs> they, they spread it across the field. So I mm-hmm. actually agree with what Tyler was saying. I think the wide receivers are actually yeah. going to benefit the most from the new scheme. Yeah. yeah I, if anything, I think they're going to pass to the – somehow they're going to pass the running back less rather than more, uh, as hard as that is to believe. I was Dobbins' knee likely. just scares me, man. That just the knee still scares me. He was hobbling along even when he was playing, and right. apparently fully healthy. There's, there's it, it's just still the kind of thing where I don't see myself having much J.K. Dobbins because I look at my rankings. I have J.K. Dobbins at running back seventeen or eighteen, depending on the format, and I have like Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver twenty-five, and I'd probably rather just take Brandon Ayuk. So I'm not going to have any J.K. Dobbins. I'm not going to have any. It's not him. I'm probably not going to have any of the other ones either. I'm not going to have any Mixon or Pierce or Akers or Sanders, any of them. I'm not going to have much in the running back dead zone. I will I say this. I my jersey. I can't find I it. it. I will I say, it. though, <laughs> I will say this year, I think that there will be some more. This year, I like the running backs in the low-end RB1s more than I think I have in the past. But I like the RB2 range less than I think I have in the past. And I like the... I'm looking at my early rankings, and I'm liking the RB3 to flex range more. So I suspect I'm going to have a lot of zero or hero RB teams this year. Um, I do not like the top-end running backs at all. I expect I'll have none of them. Outside of maybe Bijan in leagues where people just discount rookies at all, of which there are some. I know under ADP is not going to say that, but I have heard some people say that. So he's the one I could have of the top ones. I'll have no McCaffrey and no Eckler because I'm taking wide receivers ahead of them. Um, Yeah. Uh, But league winner for Dobbins, I'm going to say no. James Cook as a running back too. Ouch. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. I, I, some people, some people, I'll give them, I'll give him credit. I, you know, I feel bad for him. He got a lot of hate on this thread. Jeff Bell said that he has James Cook as a running back one. Now, Jeff is very smart. I, I think so. Yes. I think he's very, very smart. However, I take is uh, basically not possible. So I wonder how he got to that conclusion. I wonder Listen, how Jeff's he... a really smart guy. I know. He likes shock value too, I'll tell you that much. I know he does. I know <laughs> he does. Just for the so that's all No, totally he doesn't do it for the quick. No, he's no, very I'm smart. Not, so I looked, he's a I looked into it. In a lot of ways, I looked right? into how we got to yeah. that conclusion. And I think where we're just gonna disagree, where I'm gonna disagree, I do like James Cook. I think there's some potential RB eleven where he had him no. Where we're gonna disagree is that this workload. Where's the workload? James Cook has never averaged any sort of significant workload ever. So he'd have to do something that he's never done. And that seems a little unlikely to me. That seems a little unlikely. And I think that 
my ranking of James Cook, which was higher than his ADP, a running back 25 in PPR and 28 in half, is more likely than anything else up there. And I think the ceiling's low. Not that low, because it is the Bills. It, if he does get, you know, the, the ceiling is, is not that low, but it's, uh, it's not you that You got to be thinking either. like Damian Harris is taking the goal line work, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the ceiling outcome has to say, like this RB11 ranking has to say that that's not the case. And I Damian Harris and Josh disagree. Allen. I think Josh Allen is the goal line back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean like when they're actually on the goal line, like who's gonna be? Maybe James. I'm sure James Cook will be in their own place. Don't get me wrong. Um, There's also the fear of what do they do for the rest of the offseason, right? Are they bringing in a DeAndre Hopkins, or are they even bringing in James's brother Dalvin? Like that could be killer for him for this mm. year. So that'd be crazy. I don't think they're bringing in Dalvin, but I don't either. I, I just say that James Cook has some upside. I am interested. You know the an opportunity we saw when Devin Singletary got the majority, he was a running back too. So if you take James Cook at twenty five, even in PPR might be a little aggressive, but it's just that range is brutal in PPR. Twenty eight, I'd like it a little better, but you don't have to take him there. His ADP is in the thirties. So, but as an RB two, I think that's you don't want him as your RB two. Team's weak if you. It's not a contender. Unless Jamar Chase is like your wide receiver three. Well, I mean, yeah, I do have a team where JSN is my four and seven for redraft. So it does, sometimes it happens. But Let's take a look at this one. Will Kendra Miller take over the Saints backfield this year? What about Roshan Johnson taking over the Bears backfield? Great question. Will Kendra Miller take over the Saints backfield? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why people are saying that. Especially with Kamara and Jamal Williams, that's a big jump. Even if Kamara gets suspended, yeah. Because if he was going to take it over, that would mean even when Kamara comes back, that would mean Kendry Miller is the top guy, and find yeah. it hard to believe that, right? I'm kind of, I don't know. Is, is Kamara going to get suspended? I don't know. I don't think that's, so. That's kind of the up in the air. Like, I think we keep talking about it. We've talked about it for a long time now, and it's only been speculation, so. Gotta Part think. of me likes it better than Roshan taking over for the Bears, though. Oh, that's not going to happen. I don't know what people are thinking. So when we say take over, it means like what? They're getting 70% of the work or whatever. RB1 on the team. Yeah, yeah. Getting majority. Like they're just, it's like obvious, like this guy is their main running back kind of deal. Um, yeah. But they could still be like JK Dobbins where he, you know, he shares split carries kind of deal. Right. Um, I, I guess I see it more realistic for Roshan. If I had to pick one to actually take over, I, I do. I think Kendra Miller is more talented though. So it's like tough in my brain where I'm like, I kind of like this guy's talent more, but then this guy has a little bit better path. So I, I, don't, I don't think either one will, though. <laughs> Kamara gets suspended. I could see it, though, right? Like, I could see him taking over Jamal Williams and having Williams play an ancillary role. 
sure. But There's a path. How long is the suspension? Is it six games? And then when Camara yeah. comes back, is that taking over? Probably He's not, not taking over for Camara. Yeah. There's yeah. the risk it doesn't happen at all. And then Camara yeah. that could still be back in 2024. Yeah. I don't know. Kendra Miller. We'll see. Uh, as for Roshan Johnson, it's an easier Roshan path. Johnson is though. overrated. It's an easier path. Easier oh, path, but I think right. consensus none of us really love. Yeah, it. we're not. Yeah, none yeah, of us yeah. are part of that hive. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what that hive is based on. I really don't know. I looked. I looked into it. <laughs> Certainly not based on his college statistics, of which there were none that were yeah, relevant. He was behind Bijan. It was, what about? I guess it was oh, more so. so but he wasn't even good. He wasn't good on the carries that he did see. He wasn't super impressive, so he wasn't so good. And then at the combine, he really wasn't so impressive. He really wasn't so good. And then he didn't even see the day two draft capital that people were expecting. It fell all the way to day three. He didn't get into round three, like some people would say. So he wasn't so good. He wasn't so good in any area. So why would he be a starter in the NFL? That seems kind of odd. He wasn't good at anything. Now he's going to be a starter. That's, that's bizarre. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, he reminds a- me. It's very similar to a very famous uh, Joshua Kelly. Oh, no. I thought you were about to take this over to me. No, he reminds me of Joshua Kelly. He reminds me of Joshua Kelly and Kenneth Dixon before him. Okay at everything. Justice but Hill, but no, it's, no, no, it's not that. Not even. It's fourth round <laughs> pick. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, Justice Hill before him. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan is one of the original ones of, in this archetype, actually. Uh, the original, Samaj P. Ryan's first NFL career. We forget that he had a first NFL career where he was a bust. And now has a, somehow has a second NFL career where he was good. Bryce and, and Love. Then, Bryce Love. Well, oh. that was more injury. He never saw the field. That hurts. Uh, but he had a hive. Garland. He did have a hive. He had a hive. Yeah, but he never had a chance. I'm talking about players like Anthony McFarlane, Joshua Kelly. These are players who were not hurt. They had plenty of opportunity, and they still didn't do it. So there's no excuse. Yeah, but did Josh Kelly have a hive? Yes. A little a little bit. A little yes, bit. Yes, really? he did. Yeah, a little I bit. Missed that whole part of Melvin Gordon <laughs> will be replaced yeah, with Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Trust yeah, me. There, there was that talk. <laughs> oh, yes. There was. Because no one believed like Eckler and then could I, do it. Isaiah by himself, Spiller so after it was like, same you need backfield another guy. twice over. Isaiah Spiller. <laughs> same thing. He wasn't hurt. That's what all these guys feel like to me. Exactly like that. No, Kendra Miller's different. Kendra Miller had production in college. He was, you know, very, very uh, hyped. He had, you know, better draft capital. And he could have been uh, someone who comes into a starting role in other positions, other spots. Kendra Miller's very different. But Roshan Johnson is in, is in the crew with the uh, not-so-illustrious Justice Hill. I drafted Young and traded two firsts. Justice for... Hill stole the Ravens. <laughs> I mean... You know, Samaj P. Ryan. The commander's You just bro. signed a nice contract. If you drafted Samaj P. Ryan at 108, I had someone ask me, and I thought this was, they were talking about, well, at, why have the 106 in a 1QB? I think Addison or Johnston might be there, and I might be interested in taking them. But if not, would Roshan Johnson be uh, a good idea 
I was like, no. <laughs> There's like six no. other running backs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh, I traded two first for Waddle. That's fine. Tough for me to trade two firsts in a super flex if I'm if it's not for a quarterback. But Waddle, Waddle is on that list. Waddle, I'm on Ra, Garrett Wilson. Those are players yeah. I'd probably do it. Yeah. That list is not very long, though. Yeah. Pacheco to the moon? Why? 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 I had because someone DJ come after me it. because I said that Pacheco was uh, crap compared to Brees Hall, and I thought that was fair. Yeah, well, you compare him to Brees Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Pacheco is overrated. It's another hive. Yeah. Oh, it is. This one is very loud and uh, delusional. You know what the worst hive is, though? The worst hive. Compared what? to these other guys we talked about, though, Pacheco is the starting running back for the team, and he kind of just looks electric. People like the way he just, like, moves around the field. I'm not saying electric he's good. I'm not saying I want him for dynasty or fantasy, necessarily. But it makes a little bit more sense for some reason. I don't, I don't know. He wasn't that good last year. He was efficient. He's not a great pass catcher. I'm not saying he's good for fantasy. You know, it's just... and. He had a little bit something that the Chiefs needed. This little I will say this. Yeah. As much as we don't like to hear this, I think that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to get just enough carries to be annoying. To ruin it. Yeah. I think so too. Just yeah. enough. Because yeah, four true. is enough. Four or five is enough. <laughs> yeah. Pacheco's not, not over the course of a season, you mean a game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, I think that's going to be up. I, I would not be targeting a Chiefs running back at all. I don't think we're going to want that. Is there a sleeper running back who could blow up this year? Well, It's going to depend on injury, probably. Okay, here's a couple. A couple that are ranked very low. It's usually involving picking a running back out of a mess when they're all low, or that the starter is wrong. What do I mean by that? The Bears. They're all low. So if you pick the right one, you'll get a value. For me, it's Khalil Herbert is the one I'm targeting. But if it's Roshan Johnson Ooh. or... Yeah, well, of the three. No, I, I, I agree. I'm just surprised. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, of the three. I, I'm a known... I hate the other two. So it's not. it shouldn't be too surprising. Not that I like Khalil Herbert. Yeah. But... So that one, a messy situation. Other ones, uh, where the starter is just wrong. Zach Charbonnet, if he just is the starter, and you pick him at RB45, then you got, the which is where he's going, that's value. Uh, Devon A-Chain is ranked third in redraft rankings of the three Miami running backs. Uh, that's, I don't agree. Nope. Uh, there's an opportunity. Big one. Let's see. Tank Bigsby. He's ranked That's so low one. that he's not even ranked where his handcuff value should be. He's ranked outside the top 50. Even ETN as a handcuff, already showed he can miss a whole entire season. Yeah, ETN can miss plenty of time. Was, you know, even as a handcuff, he's worth more than that. So that's that's one you can get very late. And then, I'd say it, Alvin Kamara is RB28, and if he plays the whole year... Yeah. He's yeah. not RB28. No, no chance. Like I ranked Alvin Kamara as of now, because I don't really rank best ball. You know, I'm more ranking for the idea that 
that these rankings are going to be used later. And I'm, it's more of a talking point now. So I'm assuming that I'm doing the rankings as things are. Not for best ball where you got to have to guess. I'm ranking as they are. With Alvin Cook still on the Vikings. With Alvin Kamara not suspended. So on and so forth. Because for redraft, I just... For me, redraft is more of an exercise. More so than, you know, telling you to go use these in your best ball draft. So... With Alvin Kamara ranked as he is, I have him at 16 in PPR, not 28, which is his ADP. So. And it wouldn't shock you if he plays the whole season and way outperforms 16. You know? uh, way out? I, I do think he lost a step, and I think we're, you know, not looking at – they drafted Kendra Miller. They didn't draft Kendra Miller to not use him. They signed Jamal Williams to a large contract – Again, probably to use him as a goal line back. So Alvin Kamara's goal line carries are gone. So I, I don't think the ceiling is what it was. What is that hedging? Is that hedging the suspension? Uh, I think Kendra Miller is more hedging. Well, I think Kendra Miller is more long-term, and Jamal Williams is the Mark Ingram role that they wanted. Kendra Miller is drafting someone young. They're preparing for a long And term. it hasn't been mentioned, uh, Derek Carr improves the offense, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, compared to what they had last year, it, it improves the offense. So, Of their veterans, Jamal Williams is the one I would expect to be used on the goal line. But I don't want Jamal Williams because I don't think he's going to score 15 touchdowns again. But I, I just listed some some sleeper running backs. James Cook is not a bad answer at his ADP. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I hate to even utter this name. But Jarek McKinnon oh boy. was an RB1 for a period of time. And I would rather draft Jarek McKinnon at RB45 than Isaiah Pacheco at the hype price of RB22. If I had to choose. He's going at RB22? That's the hype price. As in, it's, he's not ranked there. Yeah. But I noticed that he's one of those players that goes higher than the rankings. I could see him show. going there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, where Jarek McKinnon is is dismissed. Thoughts on Tank Bigsby and Tajay Spears? Well, we just talked about Tank's big, Tank Bigsby. I like him as a handcuff. I do think that Tank Bigsby is still more of a handcuff. But there is a universe. It's a very slim line. But there is, to me, a universe that, a real one, where a healthy Travis Etienne is supplanted by Tank Bigsby. That universe exists. It's a very narrow margin. It would look like what the Lions' backfield looked like, where the touches say, no, 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 but the touchdowns all go to Tank Bigsby. That's what it would look like. There is no universe where Tajay Spears is overtaking Derrick Henry. That's not going to happen. Derrick Henry is going to be their starter as long as Derrick Henry is healthy. But long-term, how long is that? There were well, some rumors the last floating around that he was... Then there were rumors that he was maybe even thinking about retiring this year. I don't know if that was actually a, a real that's rumor that garbage. started going he, around. He but... came out and did an interview today saying that that's all nonsense. Good. Yeah, that's, that's not true. I think... Here's a hot take. 
Here's a hot take. This will be a good one. Good one for for us. I think Derrick Henry's in the NFL longer than Tajay Spears. Wow. No ACL, right? <laughs> well, that's kind of a problem. It's kind of a problem. Yeah. I would think, just as a guess, and I'm not sure, you know, maybe someone can tell me otherwise. I would think that having an ACL it might be, just might be, an important part of playing running back in the NFL. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. But be important. You know? Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm assuming the Titans knew about this issue before they drafted him, but they drafted him in the third round. And if they knew about this and they drafted him in the third round, that's that's saying something in itself. That's impressive. You know, they definitely really like Spears. So he's got have, having said that, I'd rather have tank things me. When you watch just the film, Spears to me popped off as like the fourth most talented back at times in the draft. No, no, I'm with you there. The ACL scary, but like I could picture a scenario long term where if the knee can hold up, Henry leaves after this year and he takes over as a potential option in Tennessee. So I I really could see it. I think he's good enough to at least be in the conversation. So I, I like. Isaiah Spears more than I'm just concerned that they will then acquire their next Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears remains Tajay Spears. Tank Bigsby is the one of these two that I think has a lot more potential because Tank Bigsby was a workhorse and profiles as one. So if Travis Etienne were to flounder or flop or get hurt, Tank Bigsby could have a workload. Whereas Tajay Spears, I'm worried, just can't hold it, can't hold up. These guys are going to be going very close to rookie drafts, by the way, too. So. Yeah, I mean, Tajay Spears immediately pre-draft is way higher, and now Tank Bigsby is higher. Mm-hmm. Not that Tank Bigsby – he has moved up because he's had a very impressive camp. They're raving about Tank Bigsby. I haven't moved Tank Bigsby up that much, more so that I've moved Travis Etienne down. But Tajay Spears, I've moved way down. Everything I've heard has been very bad. But and now would- he's actually a value. Agree with that because he's going late, late. I was in a 14 team and he was like back, back end of the second round from a Mm -hmm. rookie draft perspective. So good value there. And I think with Bigsby, to your point, Tyler, like I feel like it's actually more of a hit to Travis Etienne. Like I feel like I'm more concerned about Etienne than I'm excited about, you know, some of like someone like Bigsby. But like I feel like that that's he's going to take some work. Etienne's not getting 73% of the, the, you know, running back work this year again. No, but we've seen, you know, lower draft capital guys overtake higher ones before. Yep. It is possible. And Bigsby is a day two pick, so it's not crazy. Harris will cap Cook's workload and Allen and Harris with goal line carries. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's what I would predict, but you never know. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But I, I bet I bet you Cook has some good weeks. If he if, if everything stays as as it is, he's gonna have some big ball weeks. I, I do think not consistent though, in my opinion. It's important to note that Josh Allen is not Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen wondering where you're going with this. Does not need Josh Allen can dump off. Okay. And might start dumping off. Josh Allen is not someone who should I don't think if Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts didn't run on the whole field they wouldn't be valuable especially Lamar Jackson if Josh Allen never ran 
outside of the goal line, he'd still be valuable. He's still really good. He can win with his arm. And I think that they're telling him that he needs to start taking care of himself a little bit better outside of the red zone. So I think you're going to see more dump-offs than in the past because they need that rushing to come down. Because Josh Allen is an excellent passer. I mean, he, from 2020, 2021, and 2022, had great passing numbers. It's not like the other guys. You know, Josh Allen, the main difference between him and some other guys is his red zone ability. But, you know, 700. Lamar's going to throw 6,000 yards this season. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Well, this is the year to test him. He's This is the first time I think he's got the receiving weapons where he could say, is Lamar Jackson a legit passer? Because I, I he hasn't played with great receivers over the We past. all know he's going to pass more, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we all agree that. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say that they're probably trying to get back I'm with to something more like 2020, where he had 230 more passing yards and 200 less rushing yards. That was a weird season, though. Well, it wasn't that weird. He still had 100 rushing attempts. Yeah. the, the No, I'm just saying uh, the Ravens didn't have any running backs. Like, no, I'm talking about like, Josh oh. Allen. Oh, 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 okay. Never mind. Josh Allen. They're trying to move back to that. I think they like, in 2020, he completed 69.2% of his passes. Very accurate. It's actually his only season being accurate. He scored 37 passing touchdowns, and he had a career high in yards per attempt. I think they're trying to get back to that. Because we've done it. He's done it. He did it for a whole year. He was excellent. Excellent. One of the best passers in the game. We know he can do it. I think it's going to be a part of it. And I would uh, I would say that they were not happy with how much he was putting himself at risk. All right. Hell yeah. What do I do with Zay Jones? Uh, Zay Ugh. Jones, I don't can think... Zay Jones is someone like Zay Jones, Tyler Boyd. You know, these are players. You got to rank them somewhere because they're on a team with three receivers. They're a clear three. But if one of the two of them gets hurt, they have elite quarterbacks and they'll be playable if one of the two gets ahead of them. So those kind of players, yes, they are worth drafting. No, they are not really worth much. So I have them. Back to back at 55 and 56 in redraft. And in Dynasty, they're mostly roster cloggers at this point. You summed it up well, in my opinion, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. I mean, especially with Calvin Ridley coming into the fold, like, I, I don't think there's much for Zay Jones. If you could sell him, sell him. I am slightly. I, I mean, Parker Washington camp, but... is having a nice camp for now. Maybe he'll be someone who can kind of develop, which is obviously even worse for Zay Jones. They also drafted Brennan Strange. I mean, they used a second-round pick on him, so you would assume he's going to see the field at some point. I don't know what their plans are, if it's to replace Evan Ingram, if it's to use him as more of a you know, a blocking tight end. I don't know what the plan is, but again, that snap's taken away. So I just I don't see it with Zay Jones. Where are you at with Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup and Dynasty? I have both, and I'm trying to win now. Understand their value will drop if I keep them. That's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. They're tough. 
They're tough. I feel like I shouldn't have them as farly, far away in my ranks as I do. But Devontae Adams. They've hit the 30 cliff, both of them. <laughs> Devontae Adams scares the shit out of me. Same. More so than Cooper Cup. With, I'm with you guys. Because mm-hmm. of Addendum G. Addendum G. Have we talked about Addendum G? I don't think I've heard you say that one. I, I know what you're going. For. I know what you're going for here. But uh... Addendum G <laughs> says that Jimmy Garoppolo's foot is uh, a big problem. A big yeah. problem. It's about to explode. <laughs> and yeah, that's what it says. That's actually what Addendum G. That's says. what it says. It's written. It in does stone, say that. Yeah? yeah, it says that. It says. Uh, party uh, X, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, uh-huh. understands that his foot will not pass the club physical. Uh-huh. And he understands so that O'Connell by... will be the starter. Well, it says that no, he understands Hoyer. that and that by playing football, he assumes the risk of permanent life-altering injury. That's what it says. So addendum G is very bad. Wait, that this means... is a real thing? Yes, it's yeah, a real really? thing. I thought I, yeah, well, I, I thought you were literally. Yeah, making this I, oh no! I, I literally thought thing. you were making this up. I mean, the exploding good. foot. The exploding yeah, foot major. <laughs> is very bad. It means that Jimmy Garoppolo would not be capable of passing a club physical, and he accepts that. So that means that the Raiders don't actually owe him anything. Right. So that's bad. That's, that's very horrible. bad because if Jimmy Garoppolo can't play, then uh. Well, we we'll going to Aiden O'Connell. Tom Brady. No. <laughs> Which is not good. So, whereas if the Rams, they were wise. They got Stetson Bennett. Boyer. Right. Who I think is a lot more competent than Aiden O'Connell. Oh, yeah. And it, uh, drafted later, too, I think, if I remember correctly. I might be wrong on that. Um, so, like fifth round picks or something. I don't like that I have them so far apart, but. I do. Aiden O'Connell and Simpson Bennett? <laughs> no, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, would... I'm, nervous, I'm nervous about Devontae Adams, too. I mean, you're competing, so I'm going to take him ahead of a lot of the guys I actually would probably rank him behind. But, yeah, I'm very nervous for Devontae Adams. Like, I'm, I, I, Like, in a bubble, I'd almost rather have – couple rookie wide receivers over him you know what i'm saying uh it all depends on the foot like i mean that and that's a legit concern but like you know i said it half joking but like if jimmy g doesn't play they have to go get a tom brady or that asset in Devonte adams isn't that high-end asset you're expecting it to be so it, it's a scary investment to me more so than cooper cup i'm high on cooper cup like cooper cup i think I think he also needs Matthew Stafford to be a top-tier asset, but I don't know. I I think they can both produce, but they're not going to be top-tier assets without their, their top quarterbacks, and I'd rather have Matthew Stafford than Jimmy G in a bubble anyway. So, yeah, I'd rather have Cooper Cup. Definitely Cooper Cup. By a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think most people are there now. Uh, Pickens and Lockett, or Lockett in a second. In a second. I'll take That's a free pick. George Pickens. It's mean. What? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if it was mean, but uh, I don't think it was mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more so Tyler Lockett's age. Not that yeah. he's not good at football. Jackson Smith and Jigba's there now. I, I mean, we've been trying to bury Tyler Lockett forever now. We, I think we're talking now's about the time. Yeah, we're always wrong. Now's the yeah. time. Just yeah, like, I do think now's the time. Yeah, Put the third one. Receiver. Where are you at with Will Levis in Dynasty? Mm, it's not good. Uh, no. Will Levis or 224 seconds? I'll just take the 224 seconds. Yep. I guess. I guess. Will Levis is garbage. Well, garbage is kind of harsh. I think he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL by the end of the year. I think there's a really good chance. I, I, I say it's above a coin flip for me personally. I just still get scared to like the knowing that he didn't win his high school starting job. And then I know I said this multiple times here, but like can't win the high school starting job transfers. Can't win the college job transfers. Not having a good training camp. Sean Clifford. I watched that man for, I don't know how many years. Cause uh, I'm kind of a local. There's no reason. I don't. Exploding foot. Sounds like fake new. No, no. No, no, it's literally about to explode. We don't do fake news. Literally. And again, if you have any complaints, you can send them to what Gibbs FF. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't take complaints. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dickens is overrated. I don't think so anymore. I think now he's underrated. It's it's out. It's how he's. Why do you say that? Did you see that tweet? I forget who said that out. As of the reception perception. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Of of his routes and how he's used. It was all like go routes. Like. Matt Canada stinks, and we're not going to get a good evaluation <laughs> of offense until he leaves. Yeah. So. What would you try to get for Devontae Adams? Single 2024 20, first is probably the best you can do at this point. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm taking well, the 24 I mean, first. He's competing, though. So, like, I, I don't know if I'm looking for picks necessarily but yeah yeah right yeah that's a good point because he did say competing so you know i just the the scary thing about this draft is like once you get past the first seven eight picks you know there's not anybody i'm gonna feel very comfortable using so i'd probably stick with Devontae at that point and let it ride so we're gonna get to the topic Whoa. An hour later. Hour in. Um, all right. I, I covered all the promos. Make sure to watch the shows I did with Conan. Um, all right. Ryan, you actually did work. I didn't. But you did. Tell the people something that you brought to the table so I can rip it apart. Oh, you're going to rip all of it apart. I know <laughs> <Yes>. you are. <laughs> yes. This is my favorite segment. So I feel like. When we're talking about players who can outperform their consensus, one guy, and I'll start with this one. This one you might not rip apart. I don't know. But I, and we just talked about Matt Canada, but I love Najee Harris. And I think people discount how bad that foot injury was and how much that sapped any explosivity from him. I I love Najee Harris. I think the volumes there, I think you bring in, you know, Broderick Jones, massive, best run blocker, arguably in the entire draft to play left tackle massive hole for them last year darnell washington at tight end to improve that run game too i just feel like it allows that offense to open up so much more i'm a i'm a Najee harris fan this year i i'll probably have him in every single league 
So you say that you like him. Where would you rank him in redraft then? Mm. So Dynasty, I have him six, which is incredibly high. That is high. I have him at very high. Dynasty. Where did you say, Tyler? Ten. Ten? Yeah. What about Reed? And I think 10 is a little high for some people, but uh yeah. I'm not I'm I'm more around there myself. Redraft? Probably let's take a look. So I'm gonna take McCaffrey and Bijan and Taylor and Barkley and Eckler over him. In redraft with Brees Hall's knee, taking Najee. Mm. Josh Jacobs still scares me. We just talked about we, that yeah, offense. We talked about the offense yeah. I actually think Josh Jacobs is going to have the biggest cliff fall of like the high tier <laughs> running back. So he he scares me a bit. I know that's a little bit. A lot of people really it's, like it's, Josh Jacobs. It's funny, Ryan. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I mean, uh, Najee Harris would have been my pick for that. Like going into last year, you know, like biggest fall kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but I I like what you're saying here. I think that Najee is undervalued. I mean, honestly, in redraft, I'm probably putting him around seven. That's very high. You I know. My, I, I have him at uh, twelve Stupid. or thirteen. Najee's nah, going round four right now. I'm like, that's like an insta insta draft for me. He's going is start round four. Yeah, a hundred percent. Najee, I think, is on my list of like that range. I think starts. It's funny in redraft. The guys I'm going to have are the old guys, Nick Chubb. Right now. Chubb's going to have Nick Chubb in redraft. Yeah, I'd rather have Nick, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is the one in redraft that's kind of on yeah. my list of the one I would have Yeah, in that range. Najee I mean, Harris is not on that right list. Uh, yeah, it's just he's not coming at the value I want. I'm mostly taking wide receivers in that range. I, I actually have Najee ranked right around his ADP in, in redraft and above his rank in Dynasty, but I'm not as in on, as you. I'm not going to tear it apart, though. Uh, let's let's get to this. I'm not sure what mm. you're asking us to do. Um, I, think I think maybe look roster. at your team. Seem. Uh, and I appreciate the super chat. I haven't had we haven't had one in a long time, so I do appreciate that. Um, when it comes to this team, I would say we have some good things. Uh, Justin Herbert and Deshaun Watson is nice. Derek Carr is good as a QB three, but other than that, it's a lot of. I like Sam Laporta. Me too. It's a lot of players I don't want, though. A lot of players. We have a lot of cells on this roster. I mean, Dylan, kind of a roster clogger. Antonio Gibson, I'd like to get off my team on this last hype train, please. Get rid of him now. Uh, Debo, wildly overvalued. Wildly overvalued. I saw someone posted on Twitter, there are three seasons of Debo that are all similar and then one that's eight points for fan- eight fantasy points per game higher what do we think is the reality more than likely probably the other three um he's a sell to me dk probably a hold Najee to me eh. you know i like him but eh. jt <laughs> is nice but you know probably i'm on the selling side with jt uh, in dynasty i think he's a little overvalued in redraft i don't mind him Dynasty, I think he's just a little too high. Judy is an easy sell to me. He's way overvalued. Um, and Hollywood Brown is someone I want to get out of before I see the Cardinals. You had your chance to buy Hollywood Brown. That went, Now it's time to sell Hollywood Brown. So I hope you bought him cheap. 
because now is your chance. So yeah, it, it, Jameson Williams is a player I'm just kind of out on. Odell I don't like. So yeah, you got a mixed bag here. A lot of sells though. Uh, a lot so- of solid value though. Even though I agree, a lot of sells. I think you can make a lot happen here though. You know, it's tough though. Is this a winner? Is this good enough? How many? But I think. Here's Probably here's 12. the deal with this though. If you take Judy, Debo, Kirk, Marquise Brown, Jamison Williams, Odell Beckham, Brandon Cooks, you could package some of those guys. At least try it. The first two things I would do with this team is I would try to upgrade and get a a number one wide receiver somehow. Maybe someone likes Marquise Brown with the volume, buying off a of Christian Kirk from last year, hoping about Debo. But like I'm packaging those guys. I'm getting a true number one was receiver or, or a high, high, high end number two. And I'm going after a tight end upgrade too. I'd keep Laporta for long-term, but I try to package those receivers and get that true tight end and get that upgrade at wide receiver by moving a couple of them. Can it win? It can. It can win. It can. Yeah. But for a winning dynasty team, this is not, this would be not one of the better ones. You'd have to have a lot remember, to Dynasty ends up more stratified than Redraft because you have teams that are trying to lose and you don't have everyone starting with the same pool right from the beginning in a Redraft draft. Your team in Dynasty to win has to be better. Having Evan Ingram does help a little. Um, no, it does. It does. It does. This it isn't, but this is not a winner to me. This is not a winner. Like, DK as, one, as a one, Debo at two. I think those it's... threes. Quarterback is solid. Yeah. That's why quarterback is good enough to win. Running back is super fine, but feels Uh, a little good. He says players rarely trade in his league. I was going to say, if you want to rebuild, like you could easily scrape this roster together for a ton of value outside of the quarterbacks and just try to go all in for another year. So people don't trade, but if you make a deal that, you know, I'm looking at some of the names, right? There's still some good name value in these guys, these receivers that we're Certainly talking about. Is. Judy, Debo, Marquise Brown. Like, you can try to package them or an Odell or somebody to a team that might feel like they can compete if they don't have that depth and try to upgrade there. But I'd like to see DK come down to, like, the wide receiver two on that team. I'd like this as a competitor if DK was the two there. And right now you don't have that wide receiver do that. So if you can... Work that package, maybe put three of those names together to go get another player. Do that package of like the junk for that one star, like we talk about. I think this could be a, a competitor if you can do that. I mean, but as you're stands not right able now, to draft this team, like if you just did a 12 team draft right now, like you're just not gonna be able to get this. So I know there's value here. Like there's no way you do a 12 team draft, you're not getting Justin Herbert and uh, Deshaun Watson and. Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris and DK Metcalf and Jerry Judy and Debo. You're just not getting all these guys unless you just trade up, you know, trade all your depth and future draft picks. So uh, there's definitely value here. And I, I think it's a very good team. Is it a great team? It's not quite there. So can we, can you win with this team? I absolutely think you can, but you have to make sure like you have to hit on those wide receivers specifically. And there have to be producers throughout the season. I think. Uh. Odell, I think, is done. So I'd look to sell him at any point for whatever you can. Brandon Cooks. He will have a game this year. Brandon Cooks, I will say, I probably have higher in my... he His redraft uh, rank that I saw seemed a little low. Um, for the value to name association right now, out of those receivers, he's the guy I'm 
holding because I don't think he's going to net you enough versus what his upside could be. But like Hollywood Brown, Judy, there are teams that there are people that like those guys. So same with Debo. Yeah. We'll Go see. Move them. I would say it's not a team I would draft. It has a lot of players I don't like. So I tend to be biased against those. Let's see. Uh, next. What next? What's the next thing I get to rip apart? Ah, I, I, next on me. I agree with what well, well, You're the only one who put anything on the show sheet. So then bit. you're. We we put a lot on on your show sheet. Oh, do, do I come up with someone on Ryan? So like, right now, Ryan. I'll hit it's next. Yellow with, Ryan takes. I will. I will <laughs> go with Darren Waller next. And I know we talked about him Uh-oh. quite a bit. I think Darren Ooh. Waller is arguably the best outside of Kelsey route running tight end in football. And I think the health is a major concern, but I think he's going to a place where they are desperate for a target. And I think when we saw Daniel Jones excel last year, it was short intermediate passes, stretch the field, get those long opportunities here and there. I think Waller is that field stretcher, but he can also eat underneath. And I think that's a nice fit for what the offense is becoming in New York. So you rank Waller where? I rank Waller fifth ahead of TJ Hawkinson. In that's got to be redraft. In redraft, correct. Um, Well, I don't. (laughs) I have Waller at seven uh, in redraft. And in Dynasty, I have him at 11. But not probably not as low as you would have thought. No. I, oh, I just don't see it. If I want to bet on someone to beat the odds, he'll be the one I don't choose. Tight end is brutal this year. Brutal. Brutal. I highly doubt that I'm going to have any of tight ends the only tight end in the mid-range I could see myself having is Kyle Pitts. Doubt I'm going to have any Travis Kelsey. Doubt it. Because I'm going to have to take him at like two. And I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to have any Travis Kelsey. I might have some Mark Andrews. I've, I've seen that. That I've seen. Because if, if it's him or a middling running back, I might go with Mark Andrews. I'm not going to have any TJ Hawkinson. I'm not going to have any George Kittle. I'm not going to have any Darren Waller. I'm not going to have any Dallas Goddard. Kyle Pitts, maybe, if he falls to the bottom of that range. But I suspect I'm going to have a lot of Mark Andrews and then probably a lot of Pat Fryermuth. I just look at the, like, there were games where Bellinger looked good and there were games where Hodgins looked good. And, like, these are guys that are not high-quality athletes. And I feel like when Darren Waller steps on that field, he's going to be the best weapon in the passing game that Daniel Jones has had. I think with the growth we saw from him, I'm just, I'm excited about Darren Waller this year. I can view him as playing up to that, you know, third value tight end this year, maybe two. So in terms of upside, I think he probably does. Maybe 
he probably does have like the third most upside for redraft this upcoming season of all the tight ends. But I do well, think the downside is significant as well. So that's to me, everyone to me, Kelsey's the easy one and Andrews is the easy two. Yes. And then Hawkinson, Kittle, Pitts, Goddard, and Waller are mm-hmm. the clear next five yeah. in redraft. All of them have the upside to be the three. Yeah. yeah, And, and you can explain it for all of them pretty succinctly. I mean, Hawkinson did it last year on the Vikings. If he repeats that, then he'll probably be the three. Kittle, if he beats the odds in touchdown regression again, he has a good chance to be the three if he does that. Kyle Pitts, we know what the upside is. If he hits Talent's the prospect there, profile, but, yeah. he could be the three. But the situation quarterback are against him. Goddard has always been really good. He would need the touchdowns to go his way in a way they haven't in the past. Targets are there. The offense is there. The touchdowns would have to go his way. He needs and the Waller, Kittle-like year. Yeah. Waller would have to stay. But the pro- the thing is, the Eagles are a lot better offense. The 49ers, I like them, but we have some more concerns there, I think, with their quarterbacks. And then Waller, the target competition is there. But of these, he looks the most washed and has the in- most injury concerns. I don't think Waller looked very good last year. Personally, I didn't I didn't like what I saw. And those players, players who are older, where I dislike what I saw, really do not tend to be players that I draft. Almost ever. It's different older players who are I'm still I'm fine drafting like Cooper Cup, even though he's older, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. You know, they didn't, you know, they have there were an injury or maybe, but they were still good. Uh, or in Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill's case, had the best of, year of his career. But players who are old and I thought they were in decline, I don't catch falling knives. It's a good strategy. Generally, you don't want to be the one trying to catch the knife as it's falling. Typically. So once I see that a player's in decline, they usually are off my board. That's why I had no Julio his last year. Because I thought he was in decline. And then he was dust. You go, thing is, the NFL, the margins are so thin. Between elite and dust. So thin. Like losing one or two steps is, it can be everything. So that's why I'm not in on Darren Wall. I'd rather take one of those other risks that I detailed. On one of the other tight ends. Because I think those odds are better. But it's possible this is the year where tight end is just a wasteland. And they all suck. And then your two overall pick of Travis Kelsey paid off. So you got to decide what you're going to do. When does that bottom fall out? Every year I keep avoiding, like the last three years, I keep avoiding Kelsey because I'm like age, 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 age. And I'm like, why did uh, I do it? Why did I do it? Last year, I think I was pretty in on Kelsey. Not this time. This time he's gotten a year older, but his price has gone up even more. So I, that I think I'll pass on. Now it's gone crazy. Now it's now it's at a level I'm, I don't think I'm going to have him. He's going to be 34 during the season. Like, Yeah, I just, I think given what I have to give up, I think the best caught, because it's not like, in Dynasty, I often say just punt tight end. 
punt it entirely. In redraft, you can't do that. You need to start a tight end. You need to build a lineup. You In redraft, I always say, in dynasty, you will be able to trade. In redraft, you can't rely on it. You can't, and this we're talking about this here, actually. Okay. In redraft, you can't rely on it. You cannot rely on trades in redraft. You have to build a team that you're happy with because not at, most redraft leagues have very few trades, in my opinion. Most, not all, but most redraft leagues have few trades. The majority. So you have to build a team that you're okay with. So you have to take a tight end at some point. And the range where I find it's Mark Andrews, and then the one that I like the best is Pat Fireman. If I take him at eight, I feel like that's giving me the what I'm the opportunity cost of what I'm giving up in, in running back or wide receiver to take Pat Fryermuth, I find to be better than the higher tight ends where I'm giving up a wide receiver running back that I really like. I like that take a lot. So Pat Fryermuth, I would suspect, is the one that I have the most of. Um, I also, I saw that Dalton Kincaid's, uh, don't tell me the underdog ADP. Because his ADP among everything else and, and ranking among everything else is still in the 20s. So you got a long time to catch I'm up. I'm sure he's a lot higher than underdog now. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. is. But yep. I'm telling you that I'm not sure that your average draft catches up to that. No. Well, yeah. I don't think it ever does. So Dalton Kincaid might be a value for me. If he's And I love that this team had Sam Laporta. I mean, I, I've said it every week I've been on here mm. that I, so, my favorite tight end from the rookie class. So might be a hot Sam take. Laporta. But in redraft, I have Sam Laporta at 15. I think the volume is going to be there. Are you saying that's high? <laughs> yeah, because his consensus it, was 29. I mean, like, it's, it's fine. It's, he's fine. It's all right. 29, so it's very high. Yeah. Once you, you start those- stacking the names, like, there's there's some tight ends, that, like the David yeah. Jokus, the Evan Engrams and stuff. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of those types of names at tight ends. So, 15, I Everyone think, is Chig. higher than – I like Chig a lot, but I don't think I'm going to have any. Yeah. I you think Dulcich he's going to be higher. like pumped up right next to Friar Muth? Well, maybe. no, I have Dulcich higher, and that means I'll have I no chick. People taking him above Friar Muth, you know? I, yeah. I wouldn't. I'll have no chick, though, because I have Dulcich higher, and Dulcich goes way yeah. later, so I'll, I'll have no chick. <sighs> really? Okay, Dulcich being higher is interesting. Well, I mean, there's really, there's no, the he only reason to year, have right? chick higher is vibes. Yeah. Dulcich was a better prospect, was drafted higher, and Looked performed better. Yep. So the only reason to have and is on a better offense is he's not on the Tennessee. You wouldn't. Vomit. You wouldn't have wanted to say that last year. But Sean Payton's coming <laughs> over. Well, I mean, it's a totally you know, different. There is totally bad and team. worse. There is bad no, and I worse. Know, Let's remember it. that. The bad. The and expectations worse. for the Broncos' offense last year made it so. Well, the much. Broncos, I'm not high on the Broncos. Maybe we're talking yeah. about the 20th best, 20 to 25th best offense versus 30. Tennessee is yeah. is Tennessee Arizona. They're bad. They're really bad. Tennessee is low on my list. Uh, I have Ryan Tannehill quarterback twenty nine. Yeah, not good. Too dry. Bree Stafford twenty four second, twenty four third, or Cousins Hill and H and it's got to be Tyree Hill. Um, first trade. Yeah. I don't really uh, like either side. Yeah, like, I, I kind of agree Reese with that. I don't most, really like either side either. Brees is the top, you know, piece, I would say, right? Yeah, you got to put Brees to Hill, kind of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Jeez, I'd rather have Cousins but, over Stafford. 
And then, like, I guess A-Chain in the second and third are close enough. So, I mean, it's a close trade. Uh, that is a close trade. That's fair. Um, it is close. I'd lean uh, Cousins and Hill. I, I think I do, too. Yeah. I really, really Ever don't so want slightly. Stafford. And the upside of A-Chain could sway it that way. Like, I feel like yeah. that's where the – if you look at both sides, like, that's probably the highest upside – piece to like outperform what they are to the value of the trade yeah i think that's yeah a chain a chain has a lot of uh potential and cousins a lot of people are very high on i mean i ranked him for redraft i ranked cousins at ranked him at 12 and in, in six point that's fair but i could if i rank him at 12 that means i gotta think the range of outcomes goes up to like six or seven I like Greg Dulcich. I yes, I I like him as well. I do think that the Marvin Mims selection was not helpful because it means that more wide receivers exist, which is always tough for tight ends. Usually succeed when all the wide receivers go away or go down. It's tough to be top five unless you're one of the top two targets on your team, and he has like no path to do that with an early investment, no less. Yeah, so it, it's that did not help, but you know he's still young. He still don't has time they, to develop. Don't they have Taysom Hill too? So. Adam Troutman, I mean. Oh no, I was I was back when the Broncos. Sorry, uh, I, I, I didn't. I don't. I wasn't paying attention. I guess. Oh. I well, no, the, the Broncos traded for Adam Troutman. Oh, did they not get they Taysom got- Hill? Okay. Oh, that's how I got mixed up. I got mixed okay. up. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, did yeah. they get both? No, <laughs> So yeah, I was in, talking in, to my friend and we were talking about how they should like the, you know, the saints I'm sure just want to give them taste some I will say that, uh, just to go back to this for a second, we, when it comes to redraft, I learned last year that people are not really interested in redraft right now. Uh, content wise, it's too early. Big podcasts can do it, but uh, for smaller podcasts like ours, we're probably still going to mostly talk about Dynasty. We will talk about Scott Fishbowl uh, when it comes up. Uh, and then perhaps after that, uh, we we'll might talk about, we might have redraft shows. But we will not have a redraft show until after Scott Fishbowl starts. The Scott, We'll do a Scott Fishbowl mock or something as we get closer. And that'll be our first redraft show. And then we might have some redraft stuff after that, but not not before. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna have a lot of shows like this over the next month. Uh, undervalued dynasty players, uh, stuff like that. We might have uh, other things. But Ryan, you did more work, so let's 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 get to it. So we talked on it a little bit, um, but I'll hit it again. Is those twenty-seven and twenty-eight-year-old running backs that I think we've seen be high upside guys like a Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, I feel like the way that they're getting valued, I, I just feel like from a consensus perspective, everybody's down on them. Like, no, you can't be lower on Dalvin Cook than you are right now, consensus-wise. Twitter hates him. I don't see any positive anything about Dalvin Cook. But the reality is, if Dalvin Cook gets himself into a situation like Miami, where he could potentially be the lead dog or he goes to Buffalo, I think he outperforms his brother. I think he's more talented than James is. I think you could see a much higher result than what their consensus ranking is right now. 
Camara, it's all suspension dependent, but I think like at, what did we say, twenty eight or something like that for Camara? What was that? Twenty one. I think it was I what number you guys said. You had brought up for the redraft rankings for Camara for this year. Oh, uh, he's so low. In, in he's ADP, so he's incredibly like low. Yeah, that's that's insane. So I, I feel like those guys still have enough in the tank. I'm not big on them on Dynasty, obviously, but for this year, I think from a consensus perspective, they're totally undervalued. And you guys, some think- of them are undervalued. Dalvin Cook's not one of them. Uh, Dalvin Cook, yeah. Alvin Kamara, sure, because he's undervalued due to the suspension. Dalvin Cook, I mean, I have him ranked currently as if he's still in Minnesota. And I have him at 20. You think he stays in Minnesota, though? But 20, isn't that like his floor if he stays in Minnesota? Like, we've no, seen what he can be. So. And no, I, don't, no, no. I don't think most people have him that high. Uh, Is it like for, for Dynasty or Redraft? Redraft. And Dynasty, he's yeah, yeah. so far down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Dynasty, I have him at 28. Yeah, 20 makes sense. You know, he's, he, he was... I think people don't realize how bad that run blocking unit was though last year in Minnesota. So if he could get out of Minnesota, I think it would be massive upside for him because sixth in yards after contact last year per attempt behind like Barkley, CMC, Eckler, really high list of names. And then it's Dalvin cook. He's still a very talented running back. I mean, I, I'm an FSU guy, so there's probably a little bias, but, like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and... I, but think I, I just, that... yeah, I think that, it's more likely than people want to admit that he stays in Minnesota. And I have heard from the Minnesota situation that things will change this year. That if he stays, it'll be far different than what we saw in the past. And I'm inclined to believe it. Well, I think you're saying Madison gets more carries than Cook. He overtakes him. I think that the roles will change. I think that Dalvin Cook will see significantly less work and will be used more in an explosive role as he's still more explosive than Alexander Madison. 100%. But giving Dal- Dalvin Cook was a disaster last year on the grinded out carries. I think he had the most carries for a loss of anyone, any running back. And it's not just the offensive line. He didn't perform very well on those carries. So they're going to find new ways to use him in space, but the workload has to come down because he's just worn out. He's, he hit a wall. He hit that carry wall. But is it also that it was like they were 25th in non-blocking DVOA. They were 31st in stuff rate. Like it just. But he didn't perform well on those runs, though. He didn't make a lot out of what he had. So that was kind of the problem. He did very well on a few explosive runs. But he really did very poorly in uh, breaking out. You know, other running backs might have been able to, to do that. But running up the middle, he really just didn't do it. He didn't do it anymore. Where are you if he goes to Buffalo or Miami? Ooh, Buffalo's bad. Buffalo's Buffalo's very bad. I don't I don't want that. Uh, Miami Buffalo would be worse than now. Buffalo would be a downgrade. I'd rather lower than twenty because I have James Cook at like twenty five, and I don't. I think it's the kind of thing where I'd rather have, despite the fact that Dalvin Cook is better, I'd rather have James get everything or everything of what's left over Dalvin come in and get more but a lower overall total percentage. That's not going to help. Buffalo's terrible. That's one of the worst landing spots. 
But Dalvin was one of the most efficient running backs at converting in touchdown goal line situations. So I feel like you put him on an offense like Buffalo, better offensive line, higher octane offense. I think there's upside there. I think he, uh, he would overtake James Cook if he went over there. Like James Cook falls off the radar to me if Dalvin's there. I just don't see the point in Buffalo. He doesn't really fit given what he has left. The place he makes sense is I, I don't think it'll go well in Buffalo. Yeah. I think it'll be like Todd Gurley on the Falcons. And if Todd Gurley had uh, was only relevant because he scored 12 t- rushing touchdowns, then that's not going to happen with Josh Allen there. So I'll, I'll pass on Dalvin Cook on the Bills entirely. The Dolphins would be nice. The Dolphins are the only place I think Dalvin Cook can go and still be an RB1. I'm not sure he'd hit it, but I think that's the place where he has the upside to do it. But the crazy thing is, based off of where he's going consensus-wise, you don't even need him to hit RB1. Like, high-end RB2, he's outperforming where he's getting drafted. So that's why when we talk about, like, outperforming their consensus, like, that's a name that, to me, the has problem the problem is that the majority of landing spots, I feel like, are a downgrade. For me, Buffalo's a downgrade. Not an upgrade over Minnesota. I'd rather him stay in Minnesota. Because we know in Minnesota he's not going to be phased out entirely. In Buffalo, we have no idea what they would do. Dallas was bandied about today. That is not an upgrade. That is a downgrade. He's going from being a starter to being a backup. Yeah, I was about to say that. And Taking the Zeke, Zeke, the Zeke yeah, spot. And, and yeah. that role is not going to score 13 Zeke touchdowns role. again. No, the Zeke role would not be – that's a bad spot. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, bad. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. that the two that were rumored today were the – Cowboys and the Jets. The oh, yeah. Jets are also Definitely not an upgrade. Heard Jets talk. The Jets are um, not an upgrade. That would be weird. Unless I was told, from, I was told from a very reliable, very reliable uh, injury. A analyst, little birdie? Not a little birdie. Okay. Very, this okay. injury analyst. Very reliable that Brees Hall will absolutely play week one. There's no doubt in his mind. Zero doubt. Videos look good this one. week. There's zero doubt in his mind that Brees Hall will play week one. So if Dalvin Cook goes to the Jets, it's not as a starter. It's as a backup. Ring chasing, I suppose. So that's not an upgrade either. So that's actually the concern. If you're looking, my rank in redraft is not ranking. That's what I always say about my redraft ranks. They're different. They're not really for best ball. They're rank, as I said earlier, they're ranking what the situation is now. Outside of someone like DeAndre Hopkins, where I had to rank him somewhere. I just put him in there, but whatever. For someone like Dalvin Cook, we're ranking what it is now. So I have him at 20. But I think the majority of landing spots actually have him lower. So that's why I'm not that interested if I'm doing like a best ball draft and drafting Dalvin Cook. He goes to the Cowboys, like... There's the Jets. I'm like... Well, I just set a pick on fire that I could have used on a valuable wide receiver in that range. It's not like he's going nowhere like it's not like he's going at rb 30 you're giving up something valuable to take him can't do it can't do it in redraft and dynasty forget it i just don't draft players like that camara is like the one exception camara i'd consider because he's even later than cook in dynasty and has way more upside it's wild alvin camara didn't look washed that's the other no. thing i don't think dalvin cook is washed either but he was in decline, whereas Alvin Kamara still looked good.
CJ Stroud and Tillman or Burks Hollywood in 24 second? Oh, it's CJ Stroud. Yeah, CJ Stroud. Yeah, so, I'd rather have Stroud than the whole other side, forgetting about Tillman. As much as I'd love Traylon Burks. I mean, I do love Traylon Burks, but CJ Stroud, I think, is just worth so much more. Hollywood doesn't, in a second, don't do it for me. Tillman, they don't I make up like. the gap. I like Tillman. I think Not this trade nothing. is close. Close. It's actually. close. I, I, I prefer you. Stroud. Just because Stroud's the best. He's a quarterback. It's the Superflex League, 12 teams. I mean, you got to mention the three flex, though. Like, that's, also, that's based a on lot consensus, of flex. Based on consensus value, you're getting raked over the coals here. It's way on the Stroud. It's even more on the Stroud side than I am. So, like, consensus has Stroud higher than I do and Burke's a lot lower. So you're giving – but even by my values, I still prefer Stroud. So you have to get more. On market, you're getting crushed here. So you got to take Stroud. And even though it's three receiver, three flex, like those receivers are guys that you're hoping are your wide receiver three or your flex option. Yeah. So Traylon Burks is not a top two wide receiver on a contender. Agreed. Not yet. Uh, I think Traylon Burks is someone where I ranked him at 29 this year. I actually don't think, I think that's what you get, but I think he's hyped for next year in Dynasty, if he actually does it, despite the bad situation. I think he's someone people will be very interested in. Dynasty. Agreed. Got offered the same deal, but with Judy and Pittman over Burks and Hollywood. So uh, similar. I don't think that changes anything. I, mean, I think it makes it worse. I, I prefer the Burks piece. I'd rather have Judy over Hollywood. Hollywood I'm souring on. But I'd rather, I don't like Pittman. It doesn't change anything. Appreciate the video. Thank you. Uh, oh, this is an interesting one. Give Deontay half PPR. Give Deontay and Hollywood get Ken Walker. Brutal. I, I, this I is still, brutal. I, I still can't decide exactly how I value Kenneth Walker, to be honest with you. You know, that, that, you that's, can't that's where know. I stand. You can't <laughs> I know. know. That's really the thing. Is you, it's hard to know. Half PPR makes this easier, though. I'll take Ken Walker. Deontay Johnson in half PPR is, is a downgrade over PPR. Walker's the best player Definitely. in that trade, too. So Definitely. I feel like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'd, I'd prefer Walker, I think. Now, the, the risk, obviously, is there with Charbonnet, like we talked about before. But I think we saw enough from Walker where – and he ate with those explosive plays. Even if the opportunities come down, I still think he's he's good in half PPR. Deontay Johnson just scares me. And, and even in – in redraft, I ranked Deontay Johnson at 30. Yeah, Pickens over him? No. Okay. Pickens even lower. No, that makes sense. I have Pickens at 34. <clears throat> yeah, Pickens. Uh, PPR, like I'm going to take Johnson. Yeah, I. There's a lot of players who scare me. Wide receiver's not as deep this year as it was last year either. Feels, uh... <sighs> it falls off a cliff a early, bit. though. But <laughs> you're, yeah. still you're still working through? <laughs> no, I I'm going to take Ken Walker, um, but... Yeah. You know who I noticed is going to be my, about him. my wide receiver I'm going to have in every league, redraft league this year? Who do you think it is? 
the wide receiver you're gonna have in every redraft league this year. Yeah, there's uh, one who's like value makes no sense. Uh, well, we already talked about Burks. Yeah, that's, he's on the list of ones that make no sense. JSN, yeah, probably. But there's one that even is more nonsensical than JSN. Tell me, is it Gabe Davis? Drake London. No. Mm. Uh, Where is he ranked right, right now? He's outside the top twenty. Oh, I would have a lot of Drake London do yeah, that. I, I think I'm. I don't agree with that. Mm. I think that's a big mistake. I don't think people realize how bad Marcus Mariota was. I don't last think people year. realize how good Drake London was, and that players who are that good as a rookie usually succeed. Actually, if you look at his, if you trend out what he was on pace to do when Mariota stopped playing and Ritter came in, he's like challenging Cooper Cup kind of numbers. So. I, I love Drake uh, London. <laughs> it's just if you tried it out. I, just I, if you take, if you take, I, I, I have to look at the numbers. I have to look at the numbers. I, yeah, I have Drake I know London I for him in league in right redraft. at that point, Ryan, uh, last year. And I was very happy that I did so because I got him on the cheap. But uh, so I know there was a big swing of production after. And, and there's one other receiver in redraft I think I'm going to have a lot of. Olave? I probably will have a lot of Olave, but he's, he's high anyway. Brandon Ayuk. Hmm. Brandon Ayuk, the uh, ADP gap between Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel is makes no sense. I was, was going to say Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, I'm going to have none of. Same. <laughs> I hate Elijah. You know, I was saying a joke because I knew you did not want Elijah. Moore. It's funny. I actually have Elijah Moore ranked above ADP, so I might get some. Okay. Yeah. But what's Ayuk ranked right now? ADP. Yeah, he's in, around 33. 30? Whoa, I'm going to have him a, everywhere. I I'm will have him in every league that's yeah. the case. I, I'm a big fan of Brendan Ayuk. I think Brendan Ayuk's a better receiver than Debo Sam. I do too. And with Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell healthy, that Debo Samuel role doesn't exist. I do have Debo higher, but, you know, I have Ayuk at 25 and Debo at 19. Look at Debo's yearly stats and there's one outlier. It's that one big year, and I think people are I still mean, riding off of that. It's telling what I think because I have Ayuk higher and Kittle and uh, Debo lower. I think that the three are a lot more similar, but people don't seem to have it that way. Yep. I think I think it's a toss-up, but people don't agree. I I don't know why Brendan Ayuk had the most targets by far. Of like, it was not close. What about really rushing like, attempts, bro? People <laughs> had fewer than you'd think. I'm, I'm messing around. Actually, you, he had fewer than you would think the year where he went off being know. You know, a part-time running back. Uh, I think it was less than 100K. I might be wrong there. I'm going off memory. Uh, so maybe I'll look that But up. yeah, Bre- uh, Brandon Ayuk had uh, more receptions, more receiving yards per game. And uh, surprisingly, for their sizes, scored eight touchdowns to Debo's two. Um, Debo only had 42 rushing attempts last well, year. So I Debo's don't know if that's... Not a- like- that much bigger than Brandon Ayuk, is he? You think of Debo not, being bigger, don't you? I think he's like thicker. I don't. I don't think he's tall. I think they're he the might same. Be no, no. Than I'm talk, yeah, but Debo is heavier. He's definitely thicker. Yeah, he's definitely they're, thicker. They're the same height. No doubt about, about it. Six yeah, feet, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Debo is heavier, so you yeah. would think. But I, I just see that Brandon Ayuk is also the one that has room to grow. I think we've seen Debo's best. Debo's best was 2021. I don't think it's going to get better than that. Or I think Brandon Ayuk could still take a step forward. He's a lot younger. You know, I think he's he's heading into the prime of his career, whereas Debo is certainly already there. 
and I, I've said I've said it so many it. times on this, but Debo's had an injury history going back to college. That is, yep. yeah, and that's part mm-hmm. of it. That's also part of why I think you still have value drafting Ayuk at twenty five, because if Debo goes down, I think Ayuk could be a one wide receiver one in fantasy for that period. But if he doesn't, he'll still be usable. Ayuk was usable last year. He did get a, what, uh, a lot of touchdowns, though. What I don't think is a good use of your time is drafting Debo Samuel at wide receiver 16. I think that's lighting money on fire. There's almost no upside and a lot of downside. So that, that I'm not going to do. And I think he's going there because of that one-year blow-up. People are thinking that's the upside again. I don't think we see that again. Yeah, I will, I will say, though, I don't hate Debo. I just... Same. It's an ugly range. I mean, there's so many guys in that range that we're going to talk about. Debo is a talented ass guy. I'm sorry to put it though. I'm sorry to curse, but uh, get the ball in the guy's hands. And he is one of the best in the NFL at just simply making something happen, right? Absolutely. He's talented. I don't think any of us disagree there. It's just. Yeah. It's the, the thing is that. An injury. You know, who, who do you think averaged more yards per reception between Debo and Brandon Ayuk? Well, since you're asking, it's Ayuk. Probably not fair either because Debo's <laughs> I getting a lot of closer to the line of scrimmage stuff. But I, I get it. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unsurprisingly uh, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, I, I didn't see that one coming. What? <laughs> My goodness. Ayuk? Over Debo? The big play Debo? Yeah, it's, it's bad. I mean, Brendan Ayuk averaged 2.2 more yards per target. Yeah. I which is it. not surprising to me. Um, and Brendan Ayuk is, uh, has more yak than I think you would think. You know, everyone on that. No, he, so. he came out as like a yak guy. Like, I remember, I, I didn't like him. I did not like Brandon Ayuk coming out uh, the, the uh, three three years ago or so. I didn't want him as a first round pick. I was surprised when they brought him in, but uh, he was kind of, he kind of came out as a really good, you know, get it in his hands and make it work. And it was kind of, it seemed strange to pair him with Debo Samuel at the time, but now I guess it makes sense. I thought they were kind of similar. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a big fan of Brandon Ayuk. He kind of had that like Rashad Bateman buzz coming out of college, but actually delivered. Yeah, that's actually that's pretty that's pretty good comp. That, that's yeah. dunking on a Ravens yeah. fan right there, right? That's dunking yeah. on a Ravens. Fan. And I didn't love Rashad, <laughs> the Rashad Bateman pick at the time either. So, yeah, Give Lamb Gallup get CMC Hopkins. <clears throat> Lamb for me. Yeah, I'm not giving mm-hmm. up Lamb. And I have Lamb and Redraft at wide receiver three. Me too. I just feel like I'm willing to take the old guys after that. I have Jefferson one, Chase two, but I feel like Lamb is enough of a sure thing, and there's no decline risk with Lamb. So I'll take him at three, and then I'll get to the old guys of, uh, you know, Cup and Hill, and then, you know, it's kind of a mix. To me, I think the tier is, you know, Jefferson and Chase – are the top tier. And then that next tier kind of goes from lamb and then includes guys like cup Hill, AJ Brown, Amon Ra, Adams digs. And then Garrett Wilson is like my clear 10. And then it like goes down again. Yeah. And I think if you look long-term in that deal, like lamb is definitely the, the guy you want. I can see an argument because he's saying he's a contender though, for like, okay, CMC and Hopkins next year. If CMC is RB one, but there's a lot of risk there. And then if CMC gets hurt, 
I mean, Lamb versus Hopkins, I'm taking Lamb every time. So I think I'd stick with the the Lamb side too. So what about like in terms of uh, running back versus wide receiver in redraft, would you take is CMC? Is CMC is my one running back one, but I yep. would take him probably after the top five receivers. I think there's more risk with CMC than there is with Cup. Interesting. Yeah. CMC, I mean, if you look at the splits on the games Elijah Mitchell played, it's not that great. Yeah, you brought if, that if up. That's what, more of as a receiver. Yeah, if that's right? what you, said... you get, if that's what you get, it's really, really bad. You have to get more than that. So if you're taking him at running back one, it's going to be very disappointing if that's what you get. So I'm still going to take him at one, but mostly because there's no one else. But uh, running back, uh, running back one is not my favorite this year. I, the wide receivers are a lot better. Tyreek Hill is pretty safe. If you prefer Tyreek Hill. Pretty safe. Uh, but then, you know, you get into guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams. They have more, many more concerns. So I'd take uh, McCaffrey. It's probably start to take running backs there. Absolutely. Uh, Bijan. I love Bijan. All right. What else is on the show sheet? We have two, the saving the least exciting for last. Uh, just again, looking at that like versus consensus. I do think if you're punting on quarterbacks and you're waiting late, I do think there is upside to where Sam Howell, Jordan Love, and Desmond Ritter are getting drafted. Uh, with Howell, I think, you know, I mentioned this last time too, but people don't realize how well. Sam Howell rush, rushes. And I think with Eric Bieniemy coming over to the commanders, it's a massive upgrade of the vanilla offense that we saw. The most predictable offense I can remember watching as a Washington fan was last year under Scott Turner. And Still better than Matt Canada. Sorry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably, that, that's probably fair. But Sam Howell, I mean, people don't realize he had, a, he had a season in college where he had 828 yards rushing with 11 touchdowns. Like, that's better than anything Richardson's ever put up stats-wise as a rusher. And I think people don't look at Sam Howell as that guy that has legs. So I think that piece of his game is being highly discounted, and I think the enemy's going to get creative with that. Um, then I think Desmond Ritter is a guy that still – excites me because of how bad Marcus Mariota was again last year. And I think from a fantasy upside perspective, I think he just has that opportunity with Kyle Pitts, with Drake London. I think the upside's there. And there were a couple interesting things that I was looking at as far as like stretch the field offense when it comes to the Falcons. And um, that team was Marcus Mariota was just a very inaccurate passer then, because if you look at the, yards per completion for quarterbacks that started for 12 plus games you had Tua, Mahomes, Hertz and right up there with them was Marcus Mariota and I think you look at the Falcons offense you view them as anemic because they were having that stretch of the field offense with the quarterback that didn't succeed with that with Marcus Mariota I think Desmond Ritter brings that upside with that talent that they have and I think Bijan's just going to open it up even more for them so to me Desmond Ritter is a guy that if I want a late, late quarterback, I'm in a two quarterback league. I like that pick. Now I know you're not high on him. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not high on them at all. The problem is in dynasty is, is where they're going. 
here are the players that went directly after Jordan Love in the last Superflex uh, ADP. One spot after Jackson Smith and Jigba. So it's already a big problem. Yeah. That's already a big problem. So that that's that's a uh, next Josh Jacobs. Hmm, I don't I would rather have Josh You're gonna see better values with the other two though. What about Jared Goff? I don't I would rather have Jared Goff over Jordan Love as well. Jordan Love hasn't done anything. We at least know Jared Goff is good. Uh then Austin Eckler and Devontae Adams, I can understand if you don't want them. But other players, uh, Michael Pittman, Jordan Addison are after Jordan Love. I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't realize the consensus on Jordan Love was that high. It is, and it's ridiculous, which is why I have no interest in Jordan Love. But the other two, they're a lot lower for sure. Yeah, Ritter and they Howell, are. I think, they offer are. the upside. Okay, let's review. Here's who's available after Desmond Ritter. <laughs> After Desmond Ritter, this. you could have Mac Jones. I don't understand why I'd rather have Desmond Ritter, who went in the third round and was a terrible college prospect compared to a good one, who went in the first round, who made the playoffs already in the NFL. I don't – that is – I don't get it. I, I don't get it. That one I just don't understand. Is it the rushing upside plus the weapons? I, it has it to be, but it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes but no I, sense I mean, to me. It just you you look at like just going back to that like yards for completion, you know, those are all high octane offenses. You're having Ritter do that. Mariota was being asked to do that last year. I think everybody's stats are underinflated a little bit in the Falcons and then Bijan Robinson comes. So I think where he's going, yeah, I, I'm one of the people that would probably take Ritter over Mac Jones. In Dynasty, that's I don't get it. Makes no sense to me. I just don't believe that the Patriots believe in Mac Jones. It doesn't matter. Mac Jones is going to get another job. I don't think does. I think Desmond Ritter is benched by week eight. Interesting. So I have zero interest in Desmond Ritter, but let's say you don't like Mac Jones. Can I interest you in other players that are going after Desmond Ritter? What about Jamison Williams? I hate him, but I'd rather have him. <laughs> I don't Devon know. Devon A-Chain is also available. I'd rather have Devon A-Chain. Um, you know, Desmond Ritter is probably the one who's the best priced, but you can also find, I mean, James Cook is available after Desmond Ritter. I'd, I'd take a chance on James Cook. Dalvin Cook is available after Desmond Ritter. I think Dalvin Cook is That's fantasy relevant. Dynasty, yeah. I think Dalvin Cook's fantasy relevant longer than Desmond Ritter. Mm. Uh, you could also find Isaiah Pacheco if you're interested in youth. Alvin Kamara uh, is also around there. And if See, you're the Kamara is just so low. Like that's Kendra Miller is, is available after Desmond Ritter. Uh, so that's if you're interested in him. If you're like younger wide receivers, you could find Josh Downs and Jaden Reed. See, at that point, what's the upside of those guys compared to like a Desmond Ritter, though? Like I, in a that super flex, I'd rather. Yeah, that they have careers and aren't going to mention week eight. I think Ritter's the got the support of this, this staff, though. So I think he the is. staff's going to go down with I him. I think they support him because they have no choice. And they were so supportive. They were so supportive. We know what they did. They're so supportive of him. We know that they tried to tra- they tried to trade for Kyler Murray. We do know that. They totally tried to trade for Kyler Murray. They also called the 49ers about Trey Lance. Yes, they did. Additionally, there were more things that they did. They called the Titans about Ryan Tannehill. 
Yes, oh, I did that too. That's that's when you know it's. All right. It was so supportive. <laughs> they were so supportive of Desmond Ritter that they did all these things, and that they only stuck with. So him Tannehill. Oh God. Huh? Yeah, Tannehill's, be... Tannehill's were the lines drawn. <laughs> What's so they were very gone? supportive. So they were not so supportive, actually, Expensive. right? They, when when you look at it that way, they weren't so supportive. No, it's not room. I mean, it's rumors, but I mean, this was reported. I do you think that they made it up? I don't think so. I th- why wouldn't they call? That sounds like a great idea. You want to take every avenue possible to improve your team. Maybe these were things that they did at some point early in the offseason before free agency opened, uh, before they decided to sign Taylor Heineke. These were avenues that they explored. They decided to go another way, but I can't blame them for calling. So they, they don't believe in Desmond Ritter. Well, they need a backup. And then Sam Howell, I also don't understand. I mean, he I'm started one game. Fan, so. He started one game. So did Mahomes his uh, rookie year? What about it? Mahomes was first round pick. <laughs> Sam Howell should like. Been. I just I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, and now we're hearing that Sam Howell is in a competition for the starting job. No. That's BS. Really? I can tell you that's BS. That's what it said today. It said I, so. I don't it, doubt it that it someone it. put it out there. It I doubt it. that it's real. Well, we'll see. But I think nothing but Sam- positive stuff coming out from Howell, though, from the commander's side, from the local beat. I mean, they said he's absorbing the offense fast. He's he's hungry. He's got the attitude that the enemy likes. Well, Howell was a guy that I loved coming out of college, though. So different than Ritter. Ritter, I didn't love coming out of college, but I think he's got the supporting cast and opportunity in offense to do something. Howell's a guy I did believe in coming out of college. I think Washington does have some supporting cast, but Howell, I, I loved coming out of college. I thought he was a, at worst, early two in the draft. Well, Vegas says that uh, Sam Howell is only a minus 130 favorite to start week one. Jacoby Brissett's plus 130, which says there's about a 40% chance that Jacoby Brissett starts week one. Three cash. money on that. I was just gonna say, oh, I gotta put the money, money on it. But Vegas knows better than than I do, so I'll I'll take their word for it. Also, it's not like a popular bet. I don't see people rushing to bet money on Jacoby Brissett, so I buy the <laughs> line. I buy that that's about right. You're telling Which me implies that the competition's legit. People aren't degenerates that bet on Jacoby Brissett to start week one. You're telling me there's people not out there. I don't know. Maybe well, you said it, and I'm grabbing my phone. So go go bet on it then. But I I, I buy the line as being legitimate, so that I'm, I'll, I'll buy the implication that there's a 35 to 40 percent chance that Jacoby Brissett starts week one. So I have no interest in Sam Howell. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was for me that was pretty tame in terms of of a teardown. Uh, but I think uh, I think we're done. Uh, who wants to plug something? As always, I'll plug the Twitter. If you could just. Follow me at what Gibbs FF if you liked anything that we did here. I, I got something. Uh, follow Ryan at what Gibbs FF. Yeah, yeah I, I also have something. Follow follow Ryan at what Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's 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 just all plug him. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Well, I uh, I will say that all of my co-hosts are great. They're doing a lot of great things. You should follow them. Even though two of the three of them are refusing to promote themselves. Um, I would promote them. I would say very good, very good things are happening. And then for me, you know, at Tyler FF Creator, patreon.com slash fantasy advice, search Dynasty Answers on YouTube to get that search algorithm going. If you want another way to like low key help, that would actually really help. 
search Dynasty Answers and click on my channel from the search. I tried it on private browsing. It does work. So just do that. Um, That's a low-key way to help me if you're looking for another way to support the channel. But until next time, I appreciate the super chat as well. And yeah, I'll uh, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Conan and I trivia video is dropping. And uh, next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern again. Peace.